Blog Talk Radio. I've been looking forward to this one all night. And he can make the tag, and he does in this time. The ref sees it, and McBride is in the ring, and he's going to work. Referee has lost total control of this match. He just caught him. That's it. Power driver. Covers him. Two count. Three and it's over. fans, welcome to the 99th episode of the Joe Allen Show. I'm Joe Allen. want to welcome you to the broadcast. We've got a full show for you tonight, um, including uh, some updates on the legendary, iconic nature boy, Ric Flair. And at this time, without further ado, I'm going to bring in my co-host, as usual, Mr. Barry Bull. Barry, welcome to the broadcast. Well, Alan, it's good to be on tonight. Uh, normally, I uh, have a little bit of a theme song that I like to play, um, kind of introduce myself. For tonight, there was only one legitimate theme song that I could think of, and it's not for me. Thank <laughs> you, boy! I can't tell you how many times... <laughs> I heard this theme song and knew that it was going. It was about to get lit up. As soon as he walked through the curtain, the flashy robes, sometimes the beautiful ladies on both sides of the arms, uh, the long blonde hair. Look at it. <laughs> Rick Flair, the nature boy. Absolutely. It never gets old. It never gets tiring to listen to that theme song. You know, there's <laughs> there's a lot of theme songs in wrestling, and uh, I'm partial. <clears throat> I'm partial to uh, early late '90s Attitude Era times of themes. These days, it sounds like you know it depends. It depends on which wrestler, but it, there for a while, theme songs kind of all ran together. But um, that one right there is uh, no, there's no doubt about where that one belongs. Um, give me, used to give me chills, still gives me chills when I hear that theme song, one of the greatest 
theme songs ever. Some would argue the greatest. I mean, what an entrance. That music sets up for a performer. It's just just one of the all-time greats. Probably should go in the Hall of Fame. Well, and and, and, and he brought the – and I don't, wanna, I, I don't mean to talk about him in past tense – but whenever he would come through the curtain and that thing, so it was like his persona just took over. It was like he and the theme song kind of meshed together. And it was, it was, I mean, especially back in the NWA days, um, you know, I can still envision him, the great American bashes coming out, you know, just, it was, just, you know, back then they didn't have many theme songs, you know, wrestlers didn't have many. And he was one of them. Of course, Hogan came out with uh, the iconic, Theme song that um, was real popular for him, and there were a few others, but you know, not every wrestler had a theme song. And you know, uh, at, Wrestle- at WrestleMania one, Barry, there were only let's see, Hogan had a theme song. Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff came into the bagpipes. Andre did not. Stud did not. Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov did not. However, the U.S. Express, Barry Wyndham and Mike Rotunda, they did have theme music. Uh, they came out to uh, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Um, Cindy Lauper was a big thing at the time and was in with the Rock and Wrestling Connection. So uh, Wendy Richter had the girls just want to have fun come to the ring, but Leilani Kai did not have anything. And I think that was it. As far as wrestling theme songs for WrestleMania 1, there were only four wrestlers on the entire card that came to the – well, I, I, I've made a mistake. The Junkyard Dog. Five wrestlers came to the uh, to the ring with music. So you're right. Not, not a lot had it then. But uh, things changed drastically as uh, time went on. But uh, anyway – Update on Mr. Flair in just a moment. Still a buzz last, from last week, Barry. Uh, the interview with Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews, proved to be everything I thought it would be and much more. I thoroughly enjoyed interviewing him and listening to his account of what it's like to go to the big time and perform. I mean, you can... Now, I know a lot of independent wrestlers that, uh, you know, dream, dream, spend their whole careers wanting to do some of the things that Victor Andrews has done. And we heard about it right here last week, all the way from the indie scene in eastern North Carolina, or actually from the boxing scene in New York, where it all started, um, now wrestling in this area and carrying the... Ring Wars Carolina Heavyweight Championship for many months now. Then get an opportunity at uh, Ring of Honor. Then getting an opportunity on NXT. And then just a little over a month ago, an opportunity to wrestle on Tuesday night in dark matches in front of the SmackDown roster, eating dinner with Shinsuke Nakamura, talking with Triple H, getting stared down by John Cena the whole time he's wrestling. I mean, it was an incredible interview. Fans, if you haven't listened to it, it's on the history right here on blogtalkradio.com slash 
Joe Allen Show. You can listen to an exclusive interview with Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews, one of the premier indie talent. Um, now it was a pleasure for me to have him. So I uh, well, you know what the one thing that I took away from his interview last week? No, brother. What, what I cannot that? believe that the man went to WWE had. Ate a bowl of cereal with the New Day, had dinner with Shinjuke and Nikamuki, and the man doesn't like hot dogs. Yeah, that's right. I can't. He, be- he, I can't he, believe that. He did tell you straight up that he didn't eat hot dogs. Well, that's all right. I'm sure I'll get him on board with that at some point. <laughs> well. You might get him on board if you were here Saturday. I believe he's going to be Saturday in Nashville, North Carolina, at the Edge Wrestling event. Saturday night, fans in the area. I want to check it out. Doors open at 6.30. Bell time, 7.30. Um, I'll tell you you something about Edge, man. There are some extremely talented wrestlers on that roster. I mean, of the independent talent in this state, that wrestle around here. Being serious when I say, you got some of the most passionate, gifted, talented wrestlers anywhere that I have seen, and they're wrestling with Edge. And they wrestle in more than one organization, obviously, but it's where I see them. And hats off to them, fans. You can see them this Saturday night, Nashville, North Carolina, same place, same channel, 10 bucks for adults. Uh, $5 for anybody under the age of 13, and anybody under 5 gets in free. So come on, fans, check it out. Get you a hot dog or two, Mr. Bull, from the concession stand. I think they're a dollar. Drinks are a dollar. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. You don't think the hounds are going to show up, do you? Oh, my goodness. You know, they've been suspended indefinitely. But that didn't stop Austin Shadows from showing up last week. And Mike, that, or the last time they had an edge event, and look at what he did. Oh, my gosh, he almost took out Bridget Lee, Cruise Control's his manager. I mean, for goodness sakes, what's going through the minds of these pooches? Bull. Bull. They better be for security not, is all I got to say. Let's, let's not talk about what the Hounds did last month. At the Edge show, I don't particularly care to discuss it. Really, it's pathetic and disgusting. But uh, you know, it is. Well, what it all is. I got to say is they better have extra security because I don't trust those dogs. I mean, I, I trust hot dogs, but I don't trust those hot dogs. I mean, they're <laughs> mean, they're mean pooches. <laughs> Fans, October seventh, another independent wrestling event coming to this area. Clayton, North Carolina, Clayton Fitness Center, a gigantic event, Barry. Um, Carolina Wrestling Association is putting on a huge card. Listen to these names. Shane Douglas, NCWA heavyweight champion. Brian Christopher, Grandmaster Sex A. Tugboat. Powers of Pain. Warlord and the Barbarian, and it just doesn't stop. It just keeps getting C.W. Anderson's going to be there. The Mid-Atlantic Outlaws. Fans, October 7th, don't miss it. You can go on the Facebook page 
Facebook.com slash, um, I think it's NCWA. Um, might be a little slightly different, but you can just search it. North Carolina Wrestling Association uh, on Facebook, and it'll pop right up as one of your top uh, selections there. Big event. Big event. Huge. I'm going to be there calling the action, uh, announcing that show, and uh, I'm looking thoroughly forward to it. Fans, when we come back, we'll take a break. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, real quick. Hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but that show is one day before my birthday. Do you think if I show up, they'll give me a hot dog with a candle on it? <laughs> Something tells me that they probably won't. If you like professional wrestling, a little bit of humor, and a whole lot of good old-fashioned talk radio fun, tune in to The Joe Allen Show Thursday night, 11 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The latest news on indie wrestling in the Carolinas. The most intriguing topics in wrestling are up for discussion. And some of the top rookie and veteran ring talent will become my special guests. It's all that and a whole lot more every Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the Joe Allen Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. And be sure to follow Joe Allen on Facebook and Twitter at Joe the Announcer. Well, Barry, I, you know, you are well documented. Always have been a. Always. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spill liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You talked to two. The Rolex-wearing, diamond ring-wearing, kiss-dealing, wheeling-dealing, limousine-like, jet-flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators up. Woo! I'm going to tell you, man, it never gets old. It <laughs> never gets old. Well, um, you're right. And Bear, let's talk just I want to cover SummerSlam tonight. I want to talk about thirteen big matches. I can't remember the last time they had thirteen matches on a card that was not named WrestleMania. But uh it's happening this Sunday. SummerSlam two thousand seventeen version is coming your way in just a few days. Fans, we're gonna talk about it just a little bit preview in just a minute and give our thoughts. But before we do that, Barry Big news this week centers around the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And just want to kind of, you know, I, I'm sure I'm not telling our avid fans, Ric Flair fans out there, anything new. They probably already know this. We just want to discuss it a little bit. But listen to some of the things that we've heard this week. Um, multiple organ problems. Critical condition. Kidney dialysis. External pacemaker, infection, dire situation, prayers, uh, requests for prayers for Rick's life were even mentioned in a post Monday. Now, things have gotten a little bit better. I 
I think I understand. Now, they're not given a whole ton of information, but I'll just read this um, post today, and I'm going to credit Wrestling News Company. That's WrestlingNews.co online, and they posted an update. It says, Dave Meltzer, a longtime close friend of Ric Flair, spoke to one of his family members and was able to get more details on the situation. Basically, when Flair was admitted to the hospital on Friday night, The feeling was that things were not that serious, even though he was in a lot of abdominal pain. He was in the intensive care unit from the start, and things got worse over a 24-hour period, and he was eventually put in a medically-induced coma. Flair had a significant blockage in his bowels, which led to him having to get surgery on Monday to alleviate the blockage. Gene Okerlund, another longtime Flair, Flair friend, mistakenly said that he had surgery on his colon, so that is where that news came from. The bowel surgery led to other issues, including his kidneys shutting down, and there was a chance that he would not even survive the surgery. Thankfully, he did, but the situation is still very serious, and he is currently on kidney dialysis. Doctors are hoping to get his kidneys functioning. Also, there was another issue, an infection, um, that was not previously diagnosed. I'm assuming this is a very much an assumption that they either learned of the infection during the surgery or an infection uh, arose during the surgery. Not clear on that, so that is not a fact. Meltzer noted that Flair's family was called to the hospital, and they are just they were just waiting to see if his condition improves. Uh, If he can fight off the infection, then doctors can work on taking care of the other medical issues. Barry, that post is August 17th. That's today. And so according to this report, um, Flair's family was called to the hospital, and they are just waiting to see if his condition improves. That doesn't sound good for arguably the greatest wrestling superstar of all time at uh, age 68. I'll tell you, I mean, some of those things, you listen to that, and you want to believe that he's getting better. They put him on uh, another site giving an update, said that uh, Flair is doing significantly better than he was uh, earlier this week. However, is still in critical condition. The good news is that he was given an external pacemaker, and his heart is beating at normal levels and getting stronger. He is still dealing with an infection, and he is still on kidney dialysis, so obviously he is not getting better overnight, but it's great to hear that his heart is improving. Things were very dire on Monday when he went in for surgery, so it's good to hear that he's still fighting. So... I understand his heart's getting stronger, but Barry, that's not where the issue seems to be, if I'm reading all of this correctly. I know you're close to the situation. You've been looking into it. Flair is probably your favorite wrestler of all time. I know that because I grew up with you. What is your take on what's happened, what we're reading, and what are your thoughts? And do you Have you seen anything different or read anything different than what than what I have? Well, first of all, I think anybody who knows me um, personally knows that um, Ric Flair has has been my uh, standout favorite wrestler, I guess you can say, of all time. I 
I obviously grew up watching him back in the 70s, 80s, um, pretty much throughout most of his career. Now, he did start a few years before I was old enough to really know and understand uh, the business of professional wrestling, but be that as it may, um, no, I, I, I have been keeping up with some of the news reports. You do have to be a little cautious with some of the things that are being put out there because the family, and rightfully so, the family and the hospital and even his uh, publicist um, with Legacy Talent is keeping things very quiet. And, Mm -hmm. you know, due to HIPAA laws and all that, you do have to be a little cautious. And they want to be cautious with some of the information that gets out. Um, So some of the things that that have come out, they've actually had to do a little bit of a retraction. Uh, but I think bottom line is this, um, you know, this is a serious situation with him and, you know, I, I'm, I'm praying hard that, um, his situation will get better. Um, I've, I've known people and I know you have too personally that have gone through, uh, situations where they haven't, uh, developed either a blood infection, which is sepsis or they become septic. Um, and that's, that could be potentially fatal. Uh, then you also have what's called staph infection. And basically that can be an infection that comes on while you're in a hospital, uh, be it through after a surgical procedure, or even if you really haven't had surgery, you can still pick it up in a hospital. So I don't know what type of infection he has. It could be blood related. It could be staph related, but either way, it's not good. And anytime you have an infection, um, like that, you know, it is the, the one piece of that one article is correct. Uh, the doctors will have to get that under control, uh, really, before they can proceed with too much more medical care for some of his other issues. But um, all that being said, again, I am praying that he can pull through this. I'm praying for his family, um, his friends, his close friends, and of course, I know all the fans are praying as well. Um, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Ric Flair was the one that really helped me fall in love with the business of professional wrestling. And Ric Flair is the reason why you and I, to this day, are lifelong friends. Uh, For those who have not heard our story, I'm sure it's on a previous Joe Allen show, but um, I credit him with that because of the way you and I met. And um, so he, he, and I'm sure he don't even realize this, the bonds that he has personally made with people that he's never met before in his life uh, with other people. So again, my prayers are with him and his family, and I'm sure everybody else feels the same way. Um, And uh, of course, hopefully we'll have an update on the next show. Um, I'm sure there'll be a lot more to come out between now and then. So um, just keep praying. Yeah. yeah. Serious situation, critical condition situation, but we're going to be optimistic. And uh, I'm sure the he's in good hands as far as medical team and nursing staff. And uh, it's in a hospital in Atlanta. And uh, so we're going to keep our heads up and hope for the best. And uh, you never know with these types of things. They could turn on a dime and get worse. They could turn and get better. But um, being an ICU, that's the best place for him. And they are paying very close attention to him. He's got his own 
set of nurses, I'm sure. Um, I know when our family has experienced ICU situations, uh, there was like almost like a personal caretaker there for you the whole time. And so uh, um, based on his situation, I'm sure that he's got round-the-clock nurses and stuff tending to him. So we're going to keep our head up and keep praying and and, uh, trust in the Lord that uh, maybe things will come out on the better side uh, according to us anyway. So, Ric Flair, I know you're probably not going to hear this broadcast. And Charlotte and all the family, we do send out from the Joe Allen Show, Barry and I, um, our uh, thoughts and prayers with you guys and uh, hopes and prayers for a, a, a great recovery. Might be a long road, but that's okay. Sometimes we have to go down long roads. So, Barry SummerSlam is coming up this Sunday. 13 gigantic, well, not 13 gigantic matches, but a gigantic card. 13 matches. Just want to get your thoughts real quick. Got about four minutes left here. Um, kind of get your thoughts on these matches, some of the pitiful, pivotable ones. Let's start off with the one that uh, maybe is a little bit more intriguing than I thought it would be. Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the heavyweight title, the world championship. Who do you, where do you think, how do you think this one's, what direction you think this is going in? Well, here's the key, and the key is what happened on this past SmackDown. Um, when they had Baron Corbin cash in the money in the bank for basically nothing. I, I was a little surprised about that. I, I was thinking, well, maybe maybe if it wasn't even at SummerSlam, maybe somewhere down the road he would cash it in and uh, perhaps, you know, steal the belt from whoever had it at the time. So now that Baron Corbin has cashed in his money in the bank and he's basically out of the picture, <laughs> I think it's going to be a straight-up match between Mahal and um, say his name one more time. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, him. Um, well, you know, uh, if I was if I was Baron Corbin, listen, if I was Baron Corbin, I would be one of the most irate men in the world. Here's a guy who won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. They did nothing with it. Now he's won the Money in the Bank, and they have squashed it. I mean, if I was him, I think they were out to get me. <laughs> uh, well, I just, I just, I don't, I could be wrong, but I just don't think they're going to put the belt on uh, Mr. N. Uh, <laughs> Nakamura. All right, um, how, about, how about this? So, so does that make us John Cena versus Baron Corbin? Does that kind of tell the story about who's going to win that match? Are they going to put Baron over Cena now? I don't see that happening. How about the <laughs> fatal four? How about the fatal four-way match, Barry? Universal Champion Brock Lesnar will take on Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. I'm a little mixed on this one. I think if Lesnar's going to drop the belt at SummerSlam, I don't see them putting it on Strowman right now. I don't see them putting it on Reigns again right now. I think it could potentially go to Samoa Joe, but then that would be too easy to predict. So 
Um, what does Shane McMahon mean to the U.S. title match between AJ Styles and Kevin Owens? I don't know, and I, to this day, I'm you know this goes back to the whole Chris Jericho thing when he won the belt and dropped it right back to Kevin Owens. What are they doing with the United States Championship? Owens drops it to somebody and then turns right around, wins it back, only to turn around and drop it again. Fans, SummerSlam is this Sunday. I wish we had more time. We'd go into all the matches. But, Barry, guess what? Our 100th episode of the Joe Allen Show. Guess where it's going to happen? Oh... Wherever you are. Pal, I'm going to be in I mean, the great the state of Georgia. I'm going to be down there in Barry Bull's land this Sunday. And this Sunday night, the 100th episode, oh. not next Thursday, but this Sunday night in a post-SummerSlam special, the 100th episode of the Joe Allen Show will be live from Evans, Georgia. How about that? <laughs> hey, you know, that's where I live. That's awesome. We won't be that far from one another. Fans, I'm Joe Allen for Barry Bull. We'll talk to you this Sunday for the 100th episode of the Joe Allen Show. Until then, so long, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. I've got an idea. Since you're going to be here in Evans, and I live here in Evans, then you can stop by the house, and I can be here, and we can hear each other talk on the Joe Allen Show. You know, you're a little slow this week, Barry. Oh, that's what you had in mind, wasn't it? Just a little you mean bit. You and I are going to be, we're going to be in the same studio? Same studio. Doing the Joe Allen show together? Joe Allen show. Oh, hot dog. I need to go get some more. Oh, I hope Pesco <laughs> don't run out before I get over there. <laughs>